and welcome to the Trouble with the Snap podcast. I am Tyler Hayward. Uh, be sure to check out Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can go back and listen to our last shows. Uh, Trouble with Snap uh, Facebook page has all of that fun stuff as well. Uh, we're talking a little bit of basketball yesterday about the potential of Michigan State landing Jalen Bridges in the transfer portal. But we can talk about the transfer portal king today. And Mel Tucker and the Michigan State football team as they get ready, as they already entered uh, spring practices. And to help me do that, to help me break all that down, is former Michigan State tight end Jay Green. Jay, how you doing today, man? I'm good, Tyler. How you doing today? Oh, good, man. We've been uh, we've been waiting to talk to you. We've been waiting for football season solely to talk to you. <laughs> and so we're gonna settle with uh spring ball and we appreciate you taking time out of your schedule and so look the man i'm I'm trying to think of where i want to go with the first question uh let's start uh at that tight end spot that you played um a lot of potential there you know what i mean uh you got malik hall tyler hunt's coming back for i don't know year 24 (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> you know, what what do you make of that position and how I feel like the tight ends were utilized a little bit more last year? Uh, what is currently at that position for Michigan State uh, with the departure of Hayward? And uh, how, just how I feel like that group's kind of come along. Like, what do you make of that? No, I agree. And it's always interesting for me to see how tight ends are used now because when I played, we were just – you know, like additional linemen to help in the blocking game, you know, and to see how these guys are actually utilized, you know, and I think it's always helpful to have guys who have had experience and are coming back, you know, which, which we have in Tyler Hunt and, and Malik Hall. And I, and I, I said Malik Hall. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, after that dude came, he could use a pair of football pads. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. I'm thinking Malik Hall, but, but you know who I mean, but I think it's great, you know, that we have those guys coming back, you know, they were both utilized and I think really used to their strengths. Cause I think, uh, Tyler is more of a, a, bu- a bruiser and a blocker, but he can also catch passes because he caught a lot of big passes. And I think, you know, Malik is more of a, you know, an athlete who can, you know, who can use more in the passing game where we threw screens to and some other things that were successful. I think so. I think we're in a very good place as far as what we have in our, you know, tight ends. Yeah. I mean, obviously the, biggest question like this is a time for position battles and uh, you know unfortunately Michigan State's got one at running back with uh, the departure of Kenneth Walker like how, how do you replace a guy like that I don't I don't think you 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 replace a guy like that I think what you do is what I've been thinking you know even ever since he's been gone and even like you know for the bowl game is that this year, unless somebody separates themselves, it's gonna gonna be like by committee because I think we have a few guys, you know, who are who are capable. You know, we got the guy who transferred in from Wisconsin. You got you know Elijah who is still there, uh, Davion on Prim who I was you know kind of impressed with last year who didn't get a lot of carries this year, but I think that he'll be a factor also. So I think it's gonna be very interesting to see if there's someone like. K-9 who will separate himself or if it'll be, you know, by a committee like I think it will be. Do, 
does that like change the pressure on Peyton Thorne a little bit? Because Peyton Thorne's obviously the guy who's going to lead this team. Uh, he gets his number one receiver back. So is Trey Mosley, Montori Foster, uh, and, uh, Jeremy Bernard transferring in. Like, it does does that more put more pressure on him? No, I don't think so. I, I think really it puts more pressure on the line because that's where everything starts. And really, you know, going into spring ball, my only questions were, you know, how the line would improve and who will be running the ball as far as everything else. Every other position, I feel like we kind of solid there. But, you know, those were the two questions that I had going into spring. So I think it's more pressure on the line, you know, because we all who all of us who watched, you know, Michigan State football last year saw that you know, Kenneth Walker did a lot on his own. And that's not to say that, you know, the guys weren't blocking or, or anything like that, not to discredit them, but, you know, it, it's just what it is. He was he was doing a lot of stuff on his own. With How they've developed and, and what that will turn into this year. You know, I know we got a, we got a, trans, a guy in the transfer portal you know, we got some guys coming back who played last year. So I think that's where the pressure is, is on the offensive line. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I think I think for me, my focus when you talk about the offensive line is that right side. And you have Nick Sanek coming back who, I mean, he wasn't technically the starter, but for all intents and purposes, he has gotten starter reps over the last couple of years. Uh, J.D. Duplain is back, and uh, Jarrett Horst uh, came back to the team after taking the last half of the year off. So I think, I mean, the right side of the line, especially watching Spencer Brown at that right tackle spot, uh, just given the hype that uh, he came in with, is where, you know, my attention is going to be focused. Yeah, and, and and I have a lot of faith in the coaching staff and Coach Cap that, you know, he'll get them developed and have them ready, and I think you know, it's just one of those things where you want to see, you know, like we weren't really blowing people off the ball like that. And I think that, that you know, to have an effective running game without a guy like K-9, that's something that we're going to need to do, you know, because running the ball, especially in our conference, is, is very important. Yeah. There are some uh, changes to the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, um, along the defensive side of the ball, more specifically on the defensive line with uh, Taylor coming in, with Marco Coleman coming in. Um, and then there's obviously the changes uh, you lose. I, th- I think the two most – the un- most underrated duo, at least in college football, when you look at the pressures they got on the quarterback, you lose Beasley, you, you uh, lose Pondashuk. But the middle of that line, you have Barrow and Mallory, and I mean, most importantly, is uh, Jacob Slade, who I think could be an All-American this year. What What's the difference when you look at a line and you can get pressure from the outside as opposed to pressure up the middle, which is where I think a lot of it's going to be coming from this year? I think pressure up the middle is usually more effective because you kind of collapse in the pocket. You know, when you're getting pressure from the outside, you know, the quarterback, can can step up in the pocket and really I guess when you think about it it kind of goes hand in hand but I but I think that if if you get pressure up the middle it's usually a lot more effective than you know if you get it from the outside but I I feel like we need both 
You know, we we made two great hires, which I think, you know, with the, with a pass rushing specialist and a and a guy who played in the NFL and had a, a good career. So I like you know what's going on, and then you add Kevin Vickerson, who's you know already been a part of the staff and had himself a long NFL career. So I like you know the people that we have in place to be able to to school and teach our alignment as as far as you know moving forward and the things that we're trying to get accomplished and and i and i like the direction that we've gone especially with the new hires and i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you about the entire secondary as a whole in a second but there's one guy who i just i i love from the second he committed i love from the second i heard his name and figured out who he was uh, and then last year, it, it felt like at the end of the year, he was just coming on strong. I think he had a 16-tackle game late in the year. And that's Darius Snow. Mm-hmm. How well, how impressive is it for a redshirt freshman to look like he's already going to live up to that legacy both? I mean, when you look at it, you know, his dad, Eric Snow, obviously left an impressive legacy, a long career in the NBA. Um Maybe if he fit the qualifications, I know he got to be Big Ten Player of the Year. Uh, otherwise, would have his name up in the rafters at the Breslin Center. And then you look at, um, you know, his uncle, who's one of the best linebackers I've ever seen at the college level. Like, ha, ha, what what's it like to live up to that pressure? What what are your thoughts on just him in general as a football player? Well, first of all, I think it's a lot to have to live up to. You know, you got an uncle who he was here, I, I think I came the year after he left, but I had a lot of contact with him. But, you know, you're talking about the only guy to ever win both the Lombardi and Buckus trophies in the same year. You know, and, and then you go look at his dad, who, you know, had a long, illustrious NBA career. I think that's a lot to live up to, and I think he's handled it well. You know, I saw something the other day where he might even be playing some linebacker you know, in this scheme. So I, I commend him on, you know, being able to handle that pressure and, and thrive, you know, in the midst of it. Because that, that is something that I can't imagine is, is easy to do when you have all of that hanging over you. And everywhere you walk around, you know, you walk around the football facility, you see pictures of your uncle, you know, and, and you always, I'm sure, hear stuff, stories about your uncle and your dad. So I commend him on, on how he's handled that because I know it's not easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those uh, collectors. Like, my basement is all green and white. Um, you know, there's a couple exceptions, like a Drew I got. But uh, when I uh, start collecting, I uh, picked out this uh, one little portion. Like, it's going to be like a snow-dedicated wall, and I'm looking forward to putting his name <laughs> next to, like, some autographs of his uncle and his dad that I already got up there. You know what I mean? Got you. Got you. But, uh yeah, when you look at the rest of the secondary, though, because, you know, he talked about potentially playing a little bit of safety as well, which I think is where, you know, he's ultimately going to be making his money when he ends up going into the league. Um, you know, uh, you have Xavier Henderson. I can't believe I drew a blank on his name. I've only watched him play football for about 25 <laughs> years right now. He's Lance Tyler Hunt. Um, but... <laughs> You got Henderson returning, who looked like he – it was weird. It looked like he kind of lost a step. But then you have Ronald Williams back, Amir Speed transferring in from Georgia, just won a national championship. And 
saying Michigan State's close. What, what do you make of that comment before you break break down uh, just how well, – I'm not going to sugarcoat how terrible the secondary was last year and uh, the comment that he made that Michigan State's close to being the championship contender. That goes hand-in-hand hand with the pass rush because I think, you know, earlier in the year when we was kind of getting pressure on the quarterback, we wasn't – you know, our secondary wasn't necessarily exposed like that. So, you know, I think that we'll be much improved. Uh, you know, you got – if I'm not mistaken, I saw that uh, Coach will be coaching the corners and Coach Barnett will be coaching, you know, the, the safety. So, with, with that combination, I think that we'll definitely see – you know, a lot of improvement, you know, in the secondary. And, you know, I, I think that the thing, I think the other thing that a lot of people didn't talk about was that a lot of the guys who came in last year, they didn't go through spring ball and they didn't get here until the summer, you know, yeah. and, and spring ball is a vital part of, you know, your development for the next year. So with all of these guys being able to go through spring ball this year, and, and transitioning into fall, I think that you'll, you'll see that improvement. I'm interested, the, the person who I'm interested to see is, is Brantley. I think, I think he's going to be special. I really do believe he will be special. So that's, he's the one who I'm interested to see how he is next year. Is weight an issue for him? It is, you know, people talk about size, which is, which is definitely a thing, but you know, We've seen smaller guys thrive. You know, you look at a guy like Allen Iverson, who was, you know, they say he's six feet, but, you know, we don't know who thrived in the game of Giants. You know, you look at a small guy like, like Barry Sanders, who, you know, was one of the best running backs ever. And, of course, you, you know, he's a little thicker than Chuck is. But I, I, I think, you know, with him having a weight program this summer, I think he'll be all right. What well, is this summer and also this winter? Yeah, I think he'll be okay. Um, what did did you see what he did on social media? No, that I didn't see. Okay, so Pro Football PFF draft or whatever it is, um, put out this tweet and it said, "Who's the first player you think of when you see this helmet?" And it's got the uh, amazing blue wingtip helmet on it. Mm-hmm. And he just put, "Ha ha, me." After his interception that sealed oh. the game, <laughs> <laughs> now that is funny. <laughs> yeah, that, hey, that was that was a huge play. That was that was a huge play because you know, if not for that, they could have possibly you know went down and, and and won the game or tied it. But no, that was a huge play. And I saw every time I sit there and like you know highlights pop up occasionally. You know, social media stalks you like, oh, you're interested in Michigan State stuff here. Watch this. Hey, look at this. But I so I see that highlight or see the highlights of the game pop up occasionally. And it's mostly about the Kenneth Walker thing. But then I I can't get over like the freshman just staring at McNamara's eyes as he tries to check even further downfield. And he starts making the break on that ball. Like it, it was just an absolutely incredible play. Yeah. And caught it with one hand. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that to me was I look, you take away the five touchdown runs. <laughs> that, that that was probably the play of the game. I uh, agree. Credit uh Peyton Thorne on that uh fourth and one hitting Naylor though too. 
But there, there were a lot of big plays, but that that play sealed the game. Which you know, again, if, yeah. if not if that hadn't happened, who knows what may have what may have been. So no, that was right. that was a huge play. You have to listen to the trash talk of them making the playoff and winning that game. <laughs> yes, exactly. But uh, yeah, I I think I think the trash talk kind of cool just because if Michigan State won, and so. You know, thank you, Chuck Brantley. I know you ain't listening to this show, but thank you. Um, <laughs> but who who else who else do you have your eye on? Like, I know you kind of brought up Brantley, but is there anyone like who you've got your eye on this spring in regard to the position battles? Who may make some noise that we're not really looking at right now? I'm not really looking at anybody specific. Again, I'm I just want to see how the offensive line develops and who we will have running the ball. Those are the those are what I feel are the two main concerns going into next season. You know, we got a quarterback coming back who is, you know, who had a, a great first year season as a starter, you know, and I, and I think there'll be a battle, you know, behind him to see who's the backup. You know, we got a lot of, of freshmen who, who came in early, you know, the, the defense alignment, uh, Van Sumer, and I think his name is. I'm interested to see how he is. I've heard a lot about him. So, but it's not really anybody, any one person specifically. I just want to see how the offensive line and the running backs are. Let me let me ask you about Peyton Thorne. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think nationally he gets the love that he deserves, and part of it is you know the receivers. You know, Jaden Reed made some nice plays and Naylor made some nice plays, but he still has a, especially given the way the game is played now, a relatively low completion percentage. Uh, People made a big deal out of his interceptions. I felt like a lot of those were, um, you know, tipped balls or you look at the Michigan, you look at the interception against Michigan, everyone's like, oh, well, Thorne threw two picks against Michigan. He's not that good when the first one was... I mean, more or less an arm punt. Um, you know, he ended up having to roll one way. He only had one option and just chucked it down the field and hoped for the best. Michigan got the ball at, what, the two? And so I, I think a lot's being made out of, like, some of the turnovers that he's had. Um, there's been a lot of offensive tips and stuff like that. And I, I think because of that, he's not getting the love that he deserves. What does he need to do to, you know, prove the doubters wrong? Well, I, I would – as for one, who are the doubters? Because a lot of times, you they're have, mostly in the Ann Arbor area, the Washington well, County region. <laughs> well, yeah, again, so I would question who the doubters are because you know, as far as I'm concerned, he had a very good season. You know, I don't think that we've we ever really had quarterbacks here that were necessarily revered or no matter what they did. You know, I feel like it's just part of being a Spartan. You know, we we had we had I felt like defense alignment last year who weren't getting the credit that they deserve for the way that they exactly <laughs> exactly who were you know who didn't cre- get credit for the way they were playing. So you know that that's just part of being a Spartan, and I think that's what keeps the chip on our shoulder and keep keeps us you know being the way that we are at the end of the day. So as as far as what what he can do, I would just say continue to work. You know, continue to get better. You're going to always have doubters and detractors and people who think you should be doing more. But my thing is always, 
you know, can can those people do what you do? And if they can't, then it's not something you should be worried about. That's that's deep, especially uh, coming from someone who always wanted to get in sports talk radio. You know, that really hurts me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, and it's, and it's not that. It's, just Look, that. it's just that, you know, a lot of times you have, and I understand that, that fans are fans, but a lot of times yeah. you have people who are, it's different when you in that position and you, you know, so like he's throwing interceptions and we might not see what he sees. Like he might've actually thought someone was open or thought that he can make that throw. Like you just don't know when you got, you know, safety covered pound, by a 400, DR, yeah, 400 or, or, pound defensive line. <laughs> yeah, or, or you got these guys chasing you around and you trying to make these decisions and make these plays. So no, that's not a slight at, you know, anybody who has these opinions is just that me personally, I just I just carry more weight from people who've actually done it because they understand more of what's going on. Uh, and, th- and that's what I said. Like, you know, he he threw those interceptions and they started to pile up a little bit at the end of the year. But when you look at it, you know, did the receiver make the wrong cut? Did the you know what I mean? The, yeah, there, there, that, there's a lot that go in that goes into that. That if you don't know, you you just don't know, and 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 that's why I say that's why I say I put more weight on what you know people have actually done it say than anything because they actually are they they making a they making a an a an, a, an assessment is what I'm trying to say. They're making an assessment off of the knowledge of being those being in those situations as opposed to just seeing something and thinking that it should be this way or it should be that way. So yeah, um so really quick, just remind the people because this is a mutually beneficial show. <laughs> um where when they pick up that tuck coming gear. You can they actually uh, they have some at the bookstore. Oh, okay. Uh, you you got that yeah. deal with the bookstore? Yep, they have some with the bookstore, so I've I I've you know have a relationship with them and sold them some. But if they do not have any there that's your size, then they can contact you and you can reach out and, and we can get it done. That's right. We'll uh, definitely uh keep that in mind because I don't know, man. That that Tuck Cummins thing might be a little bit outdated soon because it's <laughs> the way yeah, Michigan State played last year. Tuck's here. Yeah, and and I actually once you know once he uh signed his new deal, I came out with the Tuck Stand shirt. So you are absolutely right. He is here. So that we're gonna have to come up with something else. <laughs> well, hopefully, uh, Tuck National Championship gear. Or at least Big Ten championship gear on the line. I I think he's thinking national championship, so that's what I'm going to roll with. All right. Hey, man, look, uh, I know you had a busy schedule, and I appreciate you fitting us in. I really appreciate it, man. No problem. I appreciate you having me on. All right. That is my guy, Jay Green, uh, giving us a quick spring look at Michigan State football. Um, We're going to stay on that, stay on top of the transfer portal for basketball as well. Uh, Be sure to kick it right here. I'm Tyler Hayward. This is the Trouble with Snap podcast.